This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. SD, serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Hi guys, welcome to the Dine Local SD podcast number 35. We are serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. I'm your host, Kelly Orange, and today we have executive chef Andy Beardsley and co-owner of Hash House, a go-go. Um, a couple episodes ago, I believe it was 34, we had his partner, Johnny Rivera, on. So if you guys um, haven't listened to that, go back after this and check it out. You guys can kind of compare and contrast and see how partners have the different <laughs> point of views on things, you know, um, but how well they work together for 18 years um, at the Hash House has been pretty amazing. So um, Welcome. Thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. Nice <laughs> to be here. Yeah. Um, so how did you get into the culinary world? Uh, just growing up, um, I like cooking in the kitchen with my mom. Did a lot of that. So when I was done with high school, actually I worked in restaurants all through high school and then went to cooking school in Boston and then um, just kind of kept working in restaurants all my life. I've really never worked in any job except a restaurant since I was 15. So You're a lifer. I wouldn't know what else to do to tell you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I have no other skills. <laughs> Where did you grow up? Uh, Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So is that how did how did you get the basically like the concept and the idea for Hash House? Um, well, after I moved out here from Boston, after going to cooking school, when I moved out here, um, that's where I met Johnny. Was out here and his lovely wife uh, Renee. We all worked together, and. Um, there wasn't really a lot of comfort food, Midwestern things out here. I mean, there was lots of fun new things because I hadn't been on the West Coast. Yeah. But there wasn't any of my favorite things from back there. So um, just thought I needed like a twisted comfort food type of place. And that's where Johnny and I kind of came up with the idea for a hash house to go go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where, honestly, that's where it came from. And then the menu is just from things I remember growing up on the farm. But things that my grandma made, things that my mom made, a lot of the things on the menu wouldn't be there unless I had that from my mom and my grandma. And then I just took a lot of stuff from them and just tweaked it and twisted it and messed it up. And, and <laughs> messed it up. That's, and, and that's all. <laughs> that's what – that basically is what Hash House is as right. far as menu goes. Yeah, get real creative with it and yeah, kind of break it down. Things. You can go down the list you know, and look at the menu. You can pretty much tell like the old school things that I probably – yeah, I think uh, up on the screen right now, Judy, my our producer Judy, might show us some things that are on the menu. Um, I know you got you have a couple of things that are really mainstays that you know you have your actual name on. Oh yeah, <laughs> Johnny likes me to use my name a lot. Yeah, the um, <laughs> he likes to stick my name on things. Uh, the fried chicken because we sell so much of. The bacon waffles and fried chicken, that's probably obviously one of our better sellers. Mm -hmm. um, in the past, even before Hash House opened, I was doing bacon, sage, pancakes with fried chicken. But then when Hash House opened, I switched it to waffles. And then the crispy pork hand-hammered sandwich is definitely from Indiana because it's a totally Midwest thing. Yeah. Um, you don't ever see it on the West Coast, hardly ever. Especially when Hash House opened, nobody even knew what it was. Um, but that's one of my personal favorite things because we actually use the whole tenderloin, not actually a loin and tenderize it. We actually use the tenderloin itself, which is like 18 ounces per sandwich. 
Jeez. Um, so it's a big, <laughs> yeah. ass, big ass sandwich. Uh, so that's one of my personal favorites. Uh, that's that's a big Indiana treat. And uh, the meatloaf is obviously the Kokomo because that's Kokomo, Indiana. Um, that's a favorite town of Johnny's. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's some other staples on there. I mean, if you go down the list, and yeah. everybody kind of has their favorite favorite item on there that they come back for. Or, Right. <laughs> want to try for the first time, either one. Yeah, so you guys are, are really well known for your gigantic portions. Yeah, that just kind of worked. To... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just kind of worked into that. It wasn't really a purpose to do that. I mean, I grew up with big breakfasts, but mm-hmm. um, it just kind of, I don't know, small, snowballed into the like, yeah. whole. It just, people jumped, jumped on that. To me, it's Kind of like a normal Midwestern breakfast, right? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, maybe it, maybe accentuated just a little bit to the extra level. But um, yeah, I just kind of found some cool plates, found some cool stuff, and everybody enjoyed it. So filled them out, filled them out, and <laughs> just kept filling them out more, filling them yeah. out more. And it, it's kind of what, what it is, what it is now. Yeah. So most of most of the, your stuff has comes out with a giant sprig of rosemary on there. Yeah, that's kind is of that, an Indiana thing. It's more. Oh, it is. I like it when people take it home because they can use it. I've had people tell me they use it for air fresheners in their car. Mm-hmm. People go home and they actually cook with it. I mean, so I enjoy it that people actually take it home and use it for something. Right. Um, parting, I, a lovely parting gift. A, yeah, a little <laughs> lovely parting gift. And uh, um, it actually does do a little good job of holding the food together also because <laughs> when it's that tall – yeah, it works out pretty good that way. Right. <laughs> yeah. And this time of the year is great because it's kind of Christmassy. Right. Do you have any idea how much you guys order for like an entire year? Shoot, man. We get it from you guys. <laughs> I'm just Bob, wondering. Bob, I have the number. Bob, the owner especially, <laughs> could probably tell you exactly how much we order. Well, he I, told I, me. I was oh, just wondering if you know. <laughs> man, I don't know. If you can it, estimate. I have it's a lot. 100 100 pounds? Oh, wait. Two, 200 pounds? I don't even know. 1,843 pounds in one year. In a year? Yeah. Okay. That was, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. Well, I was thinking for a month. Okay, oh, yeah, 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 for a whole year. What was that number again? 1,843 pounds. Wow, that's almost a ton, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. yeah. And then, do you know how that's... much red potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're putting me on the spot here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mario does the ordering now. Maya, who's in the studio, standing over the corner, he probably knows exactly. Um, I forget. I haven't been doing it. No, tell me what it is. I'd be surprised. 127,000 pounds in one year. That's a lot of potatoes. That's a lot of somebody digging up some potatoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would not want to dig up that many potatoes. Um, I doesn't mean, surprise me, but yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, those numbers are just... Amazing to me. They're well, we cook really them all. Fun. I mean, you know, yeah. you bring them to us. We cook right. them there. We cut them. We mash them. We everything. I mean, they're fresh red potatoes. Yep. So it's a daily job of getting those suckers ready every day. <laughs> I bet that person is really excited too. <laughs> yeah. They're like, great, more potatoes. Yeah. Well, that's the cool thing is that when you go to your restaurant too, you can, you know, you get to take home some of it with you and enjoy. It. You know, it's like all the everything is right. is easily. Uh, reheatable, you know, and you get to enjoy yeah. it there. Yeah. And that's one of the good things. And I, I, most people do take it home. So mm-hmm. I always like to see that. Yeah. And then, you know, they always say, I can get two or three meals out of it, which yeah. is great. <laughs> uh, but most people come in when they don't, they don't usually come in and split food. They actually just want their own mm-hmm. gig. So, and then, uh, then they take the rest home. Yeah. So I don't want to share. Like to see that. I never want to share when I go in there. <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> mine, you get what you're going to get, and I'll taste some of yours. She gets flashing yeah. up all the stuff on the board up there, don't they? Yeah, I, I so. I have seen these pictures for a while. Yeah, if you guys uh, are watching live, you could see it, or watching on Facebook, you can see on your screen right now, this is their um, Instagram page. You can see up there, they're... Different dishes and drinks. And, I mean, you guys have a, a pretty great bar menu as well. Johnny does a lot of Bloody Marys. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of things. And we do some things for the holidays. Like, Johnny comes up with, like, you know, holiday-themed mm-hmm. drinks. And we try to come up with a few, like, holiday things, like white chocolate cranberry, you know, pancakes or pumpkin spice pancakes. Or, yeah. Um, we do a lot of spicy crispy duck. I use a lot of duck. Oh, yeah. Tell me about the duck. Well, I grew up one mile or less than one mile from Maple Leaf Duck Farms. If you basically pretty much buy duck, if you look at the back, it says Maple Leaf, and it'll say Mm -hmm. Milford, Indiana. And that's actually where I'm from. It's Milford, Indiana. So it's weird seeing my zip code on the back (laughs) of where I grew up. And the farms are right down the street, and their world headquarters is actually in my hometown. So um, growing up, and when I first started cooking, it was a no-brainer because I love to eat duck, and obviously I knew maple leaf, and so you'll see duck scattered along all of our menus. Yeah, and um, even at the restaurant we used to have tractor room, there's tons of duck on it. So um, yeah, maple leaf. Uh, whenever I go back home to see my mom in Indiana, I always go over to the main headquarters, and they have a retail shop, and I hang out there and <laughs> chat with them, and it's really fun. It's really yeah. great. So, but that's why you see a lot of it on. Yeah, it's really cool that you get to bring in. Uh, you know, products that you, you know, because your menu is so so based on your, you know, gr- growing up and where you're from and, you know, yeah. those comfort foods that you get to bring in something that, you know, you grew up with. Yeah, it's fun because I get to actually make it, put it on the menu, mm-hmm. and I get to eat it just like I did when I was a kid. Yeah. So hopefully everybody enjoys it. I mean, we get in things like obscure things that you don't usually get. Years ago, um, we um, I, we started using ground cherries, which some people know as gooseberries. Mm-hmm. I grew up as them as called ground cherries. Yep. And they're little hustle little things. They're yellow. They grow around the ground. I would never put those on the menu except at my grandma's house. When I was a little kid, I used to pick them up and eat them off the ground. <laughs> so Great ground cherries. When I started first writing menus, I remember loving it. Bob here especially found them for me. Um, wasn't you know took a while to figure out what ground cherries were yeah. um, for both of us. And then... Uh, Found them and then we used them at Tractor Room all the time. Oh, yeah, for, that's such a cool story. For, uh, <laughs> they taste like pineapple, grapefruit, something. Mm-hmm. Um, but they make great jams and spreads and, you know, glazes for salmons and stuff like that. And yeah. So those little tiny things I grew up with, I, I get to bring back as a chef and right. I get to enjoy them just as much as everybody else does. Yeah, that's so interesting because you have had such a long relationship with Bob that – you know, the things that you guys have asked for over the years, you know, like, and I've worked here for 10 years. So for me to come and see, you know, something that I'm, I'm familiar with and I'm used to, and I go to tractor room all oh, the time. Oh, there's right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you can see them up on the screen right yeah, now. Yeah, man. We just go through cases of those. I yeah. Mean, we started using those, oh, years ago, but we used a lot of them at tractor room and we still use them now. Um, just fun to use, but like I said, Never would be on the menu unless I was eating them off. I was like four years right. old eating off the ground in my <laughs> grandma's backyard. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just, you know, just little fun things like that. Like yeah. I said, Bob's always been great about me calling up and asking for all kinds of weird stuff. And, <laughs> and he always like, I swear, like the same day he'll call back, he'll I found it. I got it. Be here like a day. Yeah. Which is awesome. He's so, he's so very supportive of what, uh, 
our chefs are interested in and, and like yeah. helping to fuel their creativity and helping to support that and get in the products that they want to play with. Well, that's <laughs> exactly because that's what's so great about being down here, especially produce just for anybody that comes in here. Just, I mean, if you're yeah. a restaurant or chef or, you know, whoever just coming down here, you see all kinds of things that you would not see. And then you don't just see it. You learn about it. Right. Which is so nice when you come down here because it's almost like a school when you come down here. Yeah. The um, educational aspect. I mean, I learn something every time I come down here. Right. I mean, I see something. I'll be like, damn, probably should know that. Don't. Yeah. I read about it. <laughs> you know, I learn when, every time I come down here. It's a blast. Yeah. You guys are fun, man. It's fun to hang out down here. I was well, having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> we try. We try. Um, so... Tra- let's let's merge into tractor room here. Oh, okay. So Hash has been open for eighteen years. Um, yep. What made you guys decide you wanted to open the tractor room? Well, which was on okay. the same street. It is. It was like a half a block down across the yeah. street. Um, well, Johnny had some things on his bucket list that he wanted to do. That was have a bar, mm-hmm. um, like a full bar, brown liquor, you know, mixology type of bar. And I always wanted to do a lot of things with wild game. Um, and didn't really, I mean, some of it fit into the hash house scheme, but there was just, we just wanted another place, um, and something close to hash house. So we could just run back and forth. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jenny did, you know, an awesome time at the bar. So much fun. Um, and then I got to do all the things with wild game, um, which is just totally fun. It was just off the beaten path of hash house. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so we, once we got rolling and 10 years flew by and we had a lot of fun, but <laughs> Once 10 years got by, there wasn't anything we could go any further with it. I mean, honestly, I checked off just about all the things on my list I wanted to do, yeah. and so did Johnny. So we thought, you know, hey, it's been 10 years. We've had a blast. Um, so we closed it down, moved on to the next thing. And when we opened up Hash House, well, I'm sorry, Tractor Room, there was only one Hash House. Now there's 11. So <laughs> it was kind of like, eh, I need to spend a little bit more time at Hash House. Yeah. So I still have great memories of Tractor Room and... Actually, um, I took one-third of the dinner menu that I asked what everybody's favorite stuff was, and I moved one-third of the dinner room, the tractor room dinner menu over to Hash House. So when you come into Hash House for dinner, you can get one-third tractor room, which is kind of smaller stuff, a lot of cast iron, one-third Hash House, and one-third breakfast Hash House. Mm-hmm. So you get a little bit of everything Yeah. if you come in for dinner, which I like coming in for dinner. It's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think most people know Hash House as breakfast. Yeah. You know, so it is open for dinner. So yeah, it's up Monday night's the only night that we're closed. But we've been open for dinner since day one. And yep. um, I changed the menu quite a bit. Actually, the menu just changed this last Friday. So a bunch of new stuff on there from Friday. So Yeah. What's uh, the new stuff? Oh, man. Oh, that's fine. Is it up on the website? I can make Judy look it up. Um, it just <laughs> came out Friday. I don't know if Johnny's got it on the website. Oh, speaking of website, this website that we have is going to go down. It's a little outdated the new interactive website goes up in february and that will be interactive with all the hash houses around the country so it'll make it a lot more user-friendly this one's a little outdated so in a couple months i think it'll be be a little more happy with it yeah so you guys have 11 hash houses there's 11 total around the states um half of them are in vegas in casinos um half of them are freestanding half of them are in casinos um, I go over to Vegas quite a bit, um, half for work, half for play. It's a really good excuse to go <laughs> right. to Vegas. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then the other ones are uh, around the country, um, Florida, Dallas, 
Connecticut, Chicago, Reno. Um, so if you're around the country, you might run into one of them here or there. Yeah. Um, but this one's, you know, obviously this one in San Diego is the original one. And, so, um, G. So this is home base. Right. So how so much time do you spend in, in the other ones? Uh, it just depends on menu changes, on what they want on other ones. New chefs need to be hired. Mm-hmm. Um, they might send somebody out here to be trained here, or I'll go to different locations um, and check them out. And um, Each location has a little different... Um, their menus are a little bit different depending on their locations. Obviously, you know, if they're on the East Coast, they might have a little more East Coast influence stuff that I might mm-hmm. write. Or if you're in Texas, there might be more, you know, Tex-Mex, few things on there. But always goes back to the same, you know, comfort, twisted, whatever it is. It's going to yeah. be twisted, comfort, foodish. Food, <laughs> foodish, yeah. So you, got, you guys do have uh, quite a few specials and everything that go on that change Pretty often, right? Every day we do specials. Yeah. So they get printed every morning before we open. So every morning we do a hash special. We do a scramble special. We do a Benedict special. We do a pancake special. We do a couple drink specials. Mm-hmm. So every morning. And then also every night for dinner we run drink specials, dinner specials. So anytime you come in, there's always something that's going to be made right. special up that day. That's it's awesome. either me making them or kitchen manager, um, Mario, who I've been working with for 25 years now. In different locations, but he's been with us since we opened Ash House, so he can do it just about as well as yeah. I can these days. He's seen it all, and we've done it all together, so, I mean, he knows how to do it, and um, yeah, it's always fun. It's fun for the kitchen. It's fun for the staff to, like, whip up specials and, you know, change yeah. it up every day so everybody gets to have a little fun, whether you're cooking it or serving it or right. you're coming in as a guest. If you're a regular, yeah. you always get I always like going to see what the specials are when I go into restaurants. It's something that... When you see the specials, you're like, oh, somebody actually created this today just for today. Right. So they're like, they're probably looking forward to you ordering it. So when it comes in, whoever came up with it, right. it's happy to make it. Gives them something cool to do. Try something. Yeah. Cut something new. Some Someone's new creative bit mm-hmm. that they're feeling it. So Yeah, I love seeing that. I know. It's hard because a lot of times I go to restaurants and I... I go because I want a specific thing, but then I right. get seduced by the special. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that looks so pretty. You know, like uh, it looks just amazing. I want to try that now. So it's kind of fun that you have that ability to whip out something, you know. Yeah, when you mentioned it, you know, a lot of people go into the same restaurants to get the, their specific things. That's, yeah. why that's probably my most difficult thing in changing the menu at Ash House <laughs> or any restaurant or Treacher Room or whatever it was is it's hard to take things off. I mean, because right. people come in for specific things. It's easy for me to add things on. It's like, <laughs> oh, I want to do this. I want to add this on. But then before I know it, there's like 100 things on the menu. <laughs> it's like, you know. So I try to rotate. I'll take off like 10 things and I'll put 10 new on. And then I'll rotate them. And if people say, hey, man, where's the thing that I used to, you know, come in for? Right. And the kitchen will make it if we can, if we have the ingredients. If not, you know, enough people ask for it. Then in the next rotation, I'll put it back you on know, again. Yeah. So it's just kind of give and take. and. You know, hopefully people like the new things we put on. And if right. they like it, they stay on. If they don't, then they just go off, which is easy. It's great. I mean, that's what's fun about Hash House and being the chef there. And I get to just rip up the dinner menu and give Johnny <laughs> some new stuff. And he can print it out in like two days and we just start a new menu. Yeah. So that's what makes it fun. Yeah. So you guys have been partners for 18 years? Yeah, at Hash House. We worked together for five years before Hash House. Wow. Um, I worked with Johnny. He was in charge of the front of the restaurant that we worked in. I was a chef in the back. Um, and his wife, Renee, also uh, worked there. And um, Yeah, so we worked together for several years before we decided to do Hash House. Yeah. So See. we were friends way before Hash House. Yeah. 
that's the answer. You got to have that, I guess, base, you know, where you know you can work with somebody and trust them. And it's just like, you guys do it so well. <laughs> well, it works as a great partnership because Johnny, obviously, you know, he does the front and I do the back. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not good in the front. And he obviously is. And those are all the things I totally suck at. And, yeah. and you know, I'm in the kitchen all the time. And, you know, Johnny, I don't think really cooks a lot. So uh, it's, it's really good. And it's yeah. a good partnership. And um, that's why it just it blends together really well. We never fight. We never get in an argument. There's just no reason to. Right. We just, you know. You guys know each other's strengths we and weaknesses. Other, it, so you, exactly. you balance each other out really well. You do that part, I'll do this part. Exactly. And if yeah. we have to talk about something, we just like go down the street and have a Mai Tai or something. Right. <laughs> you know how to hash it out. We right? totally know how to hash yeah. it out. Exactly. That's so awesome. Um, so I guess what is my next question? What has been the most rewarding part about opening restaurants? Hmm. Um, gosh, I mean, there's so many things. I mean, I have to say the people obviously is the most fulfilling. I mean, from the people that work there, all the employees that just kick ass, they rock. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so much fun to hang out with every day. I mean, most of my friends work at the restaurant. I mean, if I don't go to work, <laughs> I'm not hanging with my friends. So right. I just go to work hanging with my friends. Um, so it's all the employees and plus all the guests that come in. I mean, you see people come and enjoy it. They bring their family in. And then you see them the next time, and then they have their kids with them. And then over the years, you actually meet their kids. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just um, it's just fun. I mean, it's, just, it's like – I mean, everybody says it's like a big family. But it really honestly is. I mean, at any, at any point of the day you go in there, I know somebody in the dining room, yeah. somebody at the bar hanging out, you know, obviously all the employees. And it's fun. I mean, front of the house, back of the house, we all get along great. Everybody hangs out after work together. Yeah. Like, it's funny when I see everybody like they go. It's like I figure everyone's just go home and split. It's like no man, they're all going out for cocktails. They're all going out hitting happy hour. They all hang out afterwards. So they do. it's nice seeing you know uh, everybody yeah. being friends in and out of the restaurant. And they all have oh, such huge smiles on their faces. Well, we know? always have fun. I mean, that's one of the big rules at Hash House. If you don't have fun, you really shouldn't work there. Right. Because I mean, I go in every day to have fun. If I'm going in every day to have fun and I'm working. There's yeah. no real reason nobody else should have fun, too, because, I mean, it's, it's the easiest rule on the book. I mean, it's one of the main rules. All you got to do is have fun. Right. I mean, and it's, you know, it's a, I think it's a fun place to work. I'd want to yeah. work there. If I didn't want the place, <laughs> I'd still want to work there. <laughs> well, and it is funny because you do see, like, little mobs of Hash House and Tractor Room people, like, <laughs> you know, out in places. I'm just like, you guys just are always together. Yeah, everybody's it's so we funny. Just, we, we roll hard around Hillcrest. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I mean, if you're open, you know, for that many years and you've curated this, you know, family employee group, it's hard to, like, not want to hang out all the time, too. Like, if you get along so well. Which and, is fun and dangerous yeah, at the same time, yeah. especially if we're in Hillcrest and we're, <laughs> you know, walking around bar hopping and going, yeah. you know, all the restaurants around there and bars. Right. You know? And obviously, after all these years, we know a lot of the owners, we know a lot of the bartenders and yeah. It gets a little dangerous sometimes. You just have you know pace yourself, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, I've been to yeah, I've been to some <laughs> hash house parties and weddings. Oh and <laughs> yeah, we, oh yeah, we love all parties. those things. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're getting a little older now, so our bedtime, <laughs> bedtime comes a little earlier yeah. than it used to. But um, yeah, we still gonna yeah, it's real fun. Go to a party and have a pretty good time, right? Um, so how did you guys kind of get into the the brunch like how did that come about 
That was big right off the bat. When we opened Hash, we opened Gay Pride Weekend. Um, mm. It just kind of actually fell that way. We are a little rushed to get open. Um, but with Johnny and I working in Hocrest for five years before Hash House, we knew a lot of people. A lot of people knew us just, you know, from working mm-hmm. there. So and they knew we were going to stay in Hillcrest, which we wanted to because we love Hillcrest. So when we opened it, we opened it Gay Pride Weekend, and obviously brunch is huge for Gay Pride Weekend. And yeah. we were we always did like breakfast, lunch, and then dinner. And then it just so many people wanted breakfast for lunch, and you know, so it just kind of smoothed into just one menu for mm-hmm. just we don't have a breakfast menu, we don't have lunch menu. It's just a brunch menu seven days a week. So you can just roll in. I mean, if you want to yeah. like. BLT sandwich at like eight in the morning, you can get it or nine in the morning or whatever. You can get whatever you want, but um, mainly it's just breakfast till like 10 or whatever, but that's how it kind of rolled into a, instead of just changing lunch menus. And I just took everybody's favorite thing, basically took everybody's favorite thing and just made a big brunch menu out of it. And everybody's a happy camper. Make it easy for everyone. Make it easy. And then, like I said, with the dinner menu, one third of it's the brunch menu. So people, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't like to wait. I know, obviously, that's one of the bigger complaints at Hatch House is the wait. Um, <laughs> but I just tell people that say, hey, man, if you just want to hold off a couple hours, just come in for dinner, you can get the same yeah. thing. You know, if you got all your biscuits and gravy or Benedict's or yeah. all those types of things, just, you know, hold off a couple hours. You can still get your Bloody Marys and just get your breakfast groove on at nighttime. Right. We can go off at nighttime. Yeah, I feel like the I've gone quite a few times in the morning, and it's the wait, it just depends. But it's not, I don't ever feel like I've waited way too long it's just, it's just and depends. the food comes out like that you know like you get in yeah. there you order and the food is on your table <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah it's so fast i'm always i'm always surprised which i shouldn't be because it's the same every time but we've worked on that over the years and we have got it down to that yeah. science because if you're waiting outside obviously you're just getting hungrier while yeah. you're outside so when you sit down you don't have to wait 20 or 30 minutes no. to get your food so we're really good about the turnaround yeah, in the kitchen we've got awesome. everyone's been doing it enough in the kitchen that we got it down pat right so um that's like one of the best things for me. I'm just like I'm so hungry. I'll go and I'll wait, but as long as, as, long as they bring me my food quick, I'm cool. Yeah, and we do take reservations. A lot of people don't know we take reservations. Mm-hmm. Sunday is the only day we don't take reservations, but like Saturday brunch we do, or yeah, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, all the other days we take them. I always tell people to tell call like one day ahead of time or whatever mm-hmm. if you're going to know, and then you right. can just walk through the line the next yeah. day if you got a reservation. It's easy. It's, it's easy. <laughs> But a lot of people that come in, it's like a last minute thing usually. And then, well, you got to wait a little bit. But, yeah. You know, put your name in, walk around, go down the street, have a drink. It's worth it. We text you when your table's ready. You can just go out and party a little bit. Oh, yeah. The texting is awesome. Yeah. So we we text text you 10 minutes before your table's ready. Mm -hmm. Let you know to finger your cocktail if you're like next door at (laughs) New News or the Loft or whatever. Or just walking around shopping in Hillcrest. Mm -hmm. It gives you 10 minutes to walk back. Yep. Your table's ready. So it's pretty cool. We try to be. As much user friendly as we can. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it's pretty good because, I mean, you, when you, it is intimidating when you drive by and you're like, oh no, I don't want to wait, but it yeah. is real. It's not. It it's quick. Like the <laughs> yeah, it works out. You know, like and that's. I mean, the fact that there is a line for that many days of the week, and, you know, and oh, for this many nice. years, we never take it for granted. Believe me, we never yeah. take our lives for granted. Uh, so, I mean. You know, we always try to have coffee and water and everything for people who mm-hmm. are waiting and stuff like that. So hopefully everybody has a good time mm-hmm. um, once they get in the door and they're yeah. not waiting. I mean, if there's enough people outside, it's kind of almost like a party outside. It people is. just start talking to each other, ask them, you know, people, where are you from? Where are you from? Right. Where are you from? Where are you from? And then, you know, before you know it, your table's ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah it's not too bad. 
No, so I mean, we're coming up on a couple. You know, Christmas obviously is coming up. We uh, we did Thanksgiving, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite holidays. So we do brunch at Thanksgiving. Um, so that's always a blast. And then um, this Saturday we have a Santa Claus brunch coming up. Johnny has Santa Claus come in for the kids. And, yeah. Um, you know, walk around, take pictures with all the kids, um, which is a annual thing. We've been doing that for a long time. So we always try to do Santa Claus for the holidays and Easter Bunny and things for the kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's always fun. It's fun to rap for us, too. Right. I mean, we're, just, I mean, we're all just big kids. I mean, I still like seeing Santa Claus and Easter Bunny. I don't care. Totally. Um, so <laughs> it's fun for everybody. So Yeah. Um, but we're closed on Christmas, and we're closed Christmas Eve. Um, on the 24th, we'll be closed at nighttime. And um, and the 25th, we'll be closed. But it's always a busy week after that. Everybody's out of school. Yeah. And a lot of family in town. My mom's out here, so it's always nice to have my mom out here. Yeah. So, yay, Mom. I think she's listening right now. So, hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Uh, <laughs> Mom. I'll pick you up in a little while and take you out for lunch. Um, yeah. So, that's pretty much my gig. Yeah. Got anything else you want to ask me? Um, I think that's pretty much it. I don't know. I think um, thank you for coming in. I mean. It's kind of fun hanging out down here. Yeah. I'm having a blast. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> so, thank you for having me down. I yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah, Always nice. You Thank you for especially produce and you guys and Bob and everybody. You guys are awesome. You guys are totally kick ass. Oh, I always. do have one more question. Sure. You reminded me. How come there's no oatmeal on the menu? You know why? Because I hate making oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason it's not on the menu is because I hate making oatmeal. Can you guess who that who that question's from? Uh <laughs> Not sure why. Bob. Is it Bob? Because he goes there every morning, and I think that's what he, he wants. He does. Bob comes in every morning. He's so nice to see Bob there every morning because if I got a question or anything, yeah. I know he's going to be there in the morning. <laughs> yep. Um, that's why we do our hot, sticky granola. So basically, mm-hmm. I just take granola, put a little maple syrup in it, oh, yeah. um, throw a few things in it, heat it up on the stove so it's all hot and sticky. So that's our version of oatmeal. Delicious. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, to answer your question, I just hate making it. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it's your it. restaurant. You can do that's what you it. want. Once in, a while, once in a while, I pull that card. Not very often. But yeah. if there's something I don't like to make, uh, I, know, yeah. I just, once in a while, it's right. just my personal preference. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Well, thank you for coming in. You sure. guys can check out um, hashhouseagogo.com for more information. And um, you guys are open every day, correct? Every day except for Monday night. Every day except for Monday night. And we night, close so. between lunch and dinner. We close between 2 on the weekends, 2.30. Then we reopen at 5.30 for dinner. Awesome. So go check them out. Go check out that dinner. I'm going to come in. Yeah, come in. Check it out. Sure. Let and, me know. I'll yeah, meet you there. Yeah. And they're located at 3628 Fifth Avenue, San Diego, California. And then you guys will see the new website that's coming out um, in about a month. In some, sometime in February. We'll get it up oh, in February. It'll be a lot user-friendly. Um, it, yeah. It's easy to remember. The telephone number is 298-GO-GO. 298-GO-GO. Which is 4646. Yeah. <laughs> so just got to remember the first three, <laughs> three digits and then just go-go yeah. after that. Yeah, make those reservations. Get in there. And then take home your rosemary. Yeah, and your leftovers and knock yourself yeah. out and have fun. <laughs> for sure. All right, thank you for coming in. Sure. Thanks yeah. for everybody out there. Thanks for coming to Hash House. We all appreciate it. Yeah. Hope to see you soon. And you guys can find out more information um, on what our local events are happening. And um, you can see the San Diego menu at dinelocalsd.com as well as our Instagram at dinelocalsd. Thanks. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and give us a rating on iTunes. Thank you.